I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, episode 25 today. We've been covering some heavy issues today. I'm grateful to you for uh, tuning in and listening as we gather together and mourn. Uh, in addition to that, we are also learning because, as we know, uh, life does go on and uh, the wheels keep turning and there is uh, still life uh, to be lived. And so during the course of this program, as we follow the updates uh, stemming from the terrible tragedy in Grantsville, Utah, we're going to continue to cover uh, the other issues. Uh, one such issue coming from the Salt Lake Chamber uh, has to do with uh, the upcoming state legislature uh, and the legislative session. Various groups uh, will release their priorities. And depending on uh, if I'm honest, the, the the size and the importance of the group, uh, you know, the legislators take uh, those priorities uh, in different grades of seriousness. And uh, if uh, one such group is observed and if uh, they pay attention to the priorities of that group, it is the uh, Salt Lake Chamber. We've invited to the program today Derek Miller. I think this is your third time joining us on the show. I'm grateful to you. You might uh, you might. Uh, have the the record right now. I apologize for now bothering you three times, but I'm grateful to you for taking the call. Well, maybe third time's charm. Maybe so. Uh, y- your group, sir, uh, recently released some of your legislative priorities as we uh, find ourselves on the eve of the legislative session here for 2020. Uh, education, big among them. Talk a little bit about what you hope to see this year. Well, uh, the overarching theme here, Lee, is continuing the uh, economic prosperity. As you know, we have had a tremendous run over the last decade in the state of Utah. There's not a, a, a number one that we haven't, uh, hit. And, and so when it comes to job growth, when it comes to population growth, when it comes to economic prosperity, Utah is really firing on all cylinders. And the priorities that you see coming out of the Salt Lake Chamber are each and every one of them designed to make sure that that continues into this next decade. And there is no higher budget priority that we have at the Salt Lake Chamber than education. It's the number one input into our economy. It's the number one driver of not just community prosperity, but individual and family prosperity. So it's it's a top one for us. I was reading through uh, a Jason Lee article uh, posted on our website, KSL.com. You offered some comments, and uh, you mentioned that uh, one of the things you're looking at is uh, how to attract uh, and retain teachers. Maybe uh, their salary is one such area. Can you talk a little bit about uh, some of your thoughts in, in those regards? 
Well, if we want to get the best and the brightest coming out of our classrooms, we need to uh, put the best and brightest in our classrooms. And, of course, what I'm talking about is teachers. If we want to recruit and, and retain that talent, like any good business, we understand in the business community that you've got to pay for it. And speaking candidly, we've been underpaying our teachers for some time, uh, not just to pay, uh, but also the putting an extra burden on them by um, very large classroom sizes. So we want to see not just a, a, an increase in funding, but we want to see specifically an increase in funding so that we can increase teacher pay and reduce class sizes. Uh, talk to me a little bit about, uh, you know, you hear exactly this from time to time about class sizes. Uh, I loved big giant classes when I was young, but uh, that may have been counterintuitive. What, uh, what are the benefits of a smaller classroom size? Well, of course, it just goes to the attention that the teacher can give to those students. Uh, it's a more productive uh, atmosphere, learning environment. I, I don't know of a more direct correlation to student outcomes and success in the classroom than classroom size. And so we, the data bears it out, and, and we're, we, representing the business community, are all about having good data and solutions that are specifically tailored and designed for uh, the outcome. And, and so classroom size is one that we're focused on. Outstanding. Uh, my mother is a teacher. Uh, I have two uh, cousins who are teachers. Two of my best friends in the world uh, teach over at East High School. Uh, they, I am very sure, uh, uh, echo uh, what you're saying to us right now. Let's uh, shift gears a little bit. Talk to me, uh, please, about credentialing and certifications. Yeah, so it's not just about the K through 12 where we need to see a focus on education, but we've got to also be focused on post-secondary education. Every business that I talk to, every business leader that I talk to, uh, tells me that their number one challenge is finding a skilled workforce. Uh, you may have seen another article that KSL and Deseret News did last week talking about Utah being fifth in the nation for the gap between open jobs and the number of workers that we have to fill those jobs, meaning we have too many jobs. Uh, as the president of the Chamber of Commerce, it sort of, it, you know, it, it does my uh, heart a little bit of harm to say that we have too many jobs, but yeah. the fact is we have jobs posted right now that are just going wanting because we don't have enough people to fill them. And so what we need to do is help up everybody's game to provide more skilled workforce. And that starts with the credentialing and certifications and post-secondary education. I'm a product of a, a four-year college degree. I, I, I want I'm all three of my kids are uh, in college and planning for college. So in no way do I uh, diminish or minimize the, the importance of four-year degrees. But the fact of the matter is, is that not every job requires one and not every student graduating high school needs to get a four-year degree. So looking at professional uh, certifications, looking at those kind of credentialing is important to keep our economy firing on all cylinders. Speaking to Derek Miller, president and CEO of the Salt Lake Chamber, uh, one last question of just a few short minutes to go. You, you mentioned something, and it is that uh, there are not enough workers here, uh, and uh, it is becoming more and more difficult to uh, to attract these workers. I uh, have reached out to a few friends of mine uh, who do some hiring, specifically in the tech sector, and they uh, echo exactly what you're saying. It is very difficult uh, to attract these folks, uh, and they're getting creative uh, to try to overcome those challenges. 
challenges. But let me ask you, from your perspective, what are the long-term uh, impacts if this uh, if this imbalance continues without being properly addressed? Well, we know that our economy will underperform if businesses can't find the employees that they need. And so, if you know, Utah's number one right now. We want to stay on the top of that summit, and that means we're going to start uh, focusing on creative ways to get more workers here. Uh, certainly, immigration reform and H-1B visas is a part of that. Uh, we see a declining birth rate, uh, so that is something that we need to pay attention to in the past things we've done well in Utah is have a high birth rate where we sort of ex- excelled in that area. And uh, it's one of the things we see decreasing and we need to we need to be concerned about it and we need to do everything we can to make sure that we uh, keep our economy humming. Very good. Derek Miller, President and CEO of the Salt Lake Chamber, joining us uh, for the third time on this program. I'm going to go back and check our notes, see if uh, if anyone's got you beat. Uh, but I'm grateful well, to I'll you. Well, I'll look forward to number four. Outstanding. Uh, very good. And I, uh, along with you, will certainly be watching the legislative session as it kicks off uh, in the near future. Thanks again for joining us here on the program. Thank you. All right, listen, there's a lot more to get to. Paul Nelson was out, uh, or is rather, out in Grantsville. He attended that press conference uh, hosted by the police department out there where we learned uh, some of the details about this terrible tragedy to befall the family, the Haney family, out in Grantsville. On Friday night, we learned uh, that uh, Mother Consuelo Alejandra Haney, 52 years old, uh, was killed along with three of her children, Alexis, 15, Matthew, 14, and Malin, 12 years old. Their father, Colin, uh, was also shot uh, in this crime. He uh, went to the hospital, has since been uh, released, and is recovering now. There is a juvenile in custody. The identity of that juvenile is being withheld by the DA pending the formal filing of charges, uh, and we will continue uh, to follow that motive. It's unknown. We don't yet know. Uh, I mentioned Paul Nelson. He's up there uh, in Grantsville, there right where this press conference took place. He's going to join us over the phone uh, in the next segment and tell us what it is he saw up there, some of his takeaways, and maybe uh, some of the added conversations he had as that press conference was wrapping up. Uh, so, again, our guest, uh, KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson, will join us. You know, we try to talk to Paul all the time, and, uh, and lately it's been... Uh, for some somber topics. haven't had a chance to joke around with them, uh, and that will continue. No jokes today, but uh, I look forward to joking around with Paul uh, later on. Uh, Not in the next segment, though. He will join us and give us more details on what happened in Grantsville on Friday. That's next. You're on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.